When it comes to investment, 2017 was what statisticians call an outlier. Stocks on all but nine out of 73 bourses around the world went up. Many of them saw outsized gains and no declines of any significant magnitude. The S&P 500 index of blue-chip US stocks advanced every month last year. That's the first time the benchmark index has experienced what's known as a perfect year. Statistics tell us that we're unlikely to see that happen again. 2018 is likely to be a more difficult year for global investors. So what are the key themes that investors should look out for this year? Joining me now is Sam Lowe, Intermediary Business Manager from Value Partners with some suggestions. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Peter. So tell me a little bit about some of the themes that you expect to be dominating from an investment perspective in 2018. Yeah, I think a lot of questions that I have received recently is regarding whether 2018 will be a, uh, another version of 2017. And I think uh, for the consensus, um, the answer is uh, it's going to be a continuous uh, growth in a lot of uh, markets, but probably not the uh, same uh, uh, repetitive uh, Situations. So, uh, in terms of um, investment themes, we think that um, for the technology side, um, there could be potentially more upside because, um, as we notice, uh, for now we have uh, more and more services related to, to um, cloud computings, and for the aspects, um, it takes a lot of uh, resources on the uh, memories for the servers. So, for um, companies that are specializing in uh, semiconductor memory chipsets, uh, especially those in South Korea, we think there could be a good amount of upsides. Um, um, due to the fact that uh, they are the dominant um, suppliers for the DRAM memory. Mm -hmm. yep. And um, also, uh, recently we see that uh, there are some new models of the smartphones from one of the biggest um, providers, um, even though the sales might not have picked up um, as fast as uh, people expect. We still think that um, there could be a good and steady increment in terms of um, demand from the consumers. And do you think there's going to be a switch from the leaders we saw in the technology mm -hmm. sector last year? Because it was mm -hmm. dominated, really, wasn't it, globally by probably the biggest tech mm -hmm. firms in the world, right. Google, Apple, Tencent yeah. and mm -hmm. the like. Do you think there's going to be a switch to other types of technology companies? I think for, for the big guys, they will continue to hold the biggest uh, market shares, um, despite the fact that the growth might not be as tremendous as the, they were in 2017. Uh, but for some of the uh, smaller players, I think... Um, they could be have uh, upside potentials in um, space like e-commerce mm. or some of the more entrepreneurial business. Because, um, for instance, if we look into uh, China right now, um, a lot of the daily um, daily activities are done via the O2O um, platforms. Mm. So mm. let it be, say, ordering food, doing laundry, or um, repairing uh, some of the uh, household appliances. So what about some of the advanced technologies? Because mm -hmm. countries like China are spending a lot of money mm -hmm. on things like artificial intelligence, aren't yes. they? whether it be through driverless cars mm -hmm. and um, facial recognition technology. Do you think that will be a, a big theme this year? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, towards the second half of last year, we saw that the uh, facial recognition feature was being employed um, uh, massively mm. um, in China at different provinces. For good or for worse. Really. <laughs> uh, for whatever reason it is, uh, I think uh, it will continue to grow in, in that aspect. And also, um, apart from China, uh, if we look into, um, if you walk into a um, electric appliance shops lately, um, you might have noticed that uh, some of the uh, televisions uh, employ the uh, OLED technology, mm. meaning that they have a really thin um, display screens. And some of them are looking at you while you're looking at them. Exactly. So uh, I think um, for this uh, technology, they could be um, further utilized by the um, augmented reality 
all the um, virtual reality business. Okay. So for that um, industries, I think there are more upside potentials. So that's the first theme. Yes. Um, what's your second theme for 2018? Uh, for 2018, our uh, second theme is uh, consumption upgrade, especially in uh, China, uh, because as I mentioned that uh, for now, more and more people utilize the OTO platforms to do different things online. And also um, for the um, different major first tier, second tier cities, um, the number of um, Citizens with uh, annual earnings over twenty thousand, two hundred thousand RMB is growing, mm. and um, along with a steady growth in the GDP and the economic environment, people are more willing to spend. Let mm. it be on their home appliance, automobiles, or some other um, devices. So, so this uh, is the fastest growing middle class in the world at the moment with quite a lot of disposable income to go and spend. Mm-hmm, exactly. And if we also look into um, another uh, perspective, which is uh, business in um, China, uh, we noticed that a lot of times uh, people like to exchange gifts as a good gesture. And um, in last year, we see that uh, one of the um, white spirits uh, companies has become the largest um, um, spirit providers globally. And they're based in China. Uh, I'm talking about the um, the white uh, spirits uh, <laughs> providers, mm. and uh, it looks like that they are going to continue to dominate this market segment, um, based upon the fact that uh, now the um, restrictions on the high end uh, luxury goods or liquors are becoming uh, like mm. slightly loosened, and people are more willing to um, accept this kind of gifts. And, and what sort of things? do the Chinese consumer look to spend money on? Are they following the trend that we're seeing in the West mm-hmm. in that they're looking at healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. options, they're mm-hmm. looking at environmentally friendly products? Right. Is that a trend that you're seeing in China? Yes, um, you're definitely correct. I think there are two major big trends. The uh, first is indeed healthcare because uh, people are um, aging mm-hmm. and as they become more wealthy, they're more willing to spend uh, on the medicines mm-hmm. or supplements that can uh, maintain mm-hmm. a growth level. And... Um, Secondly, uh, people are more concerned about educations, hmm. especially the middle class, because um, they want to provide the best to the kids. And um, in, in that aspect, they want to send the kids to study abroad. So we see a lot of these um, companies focusing on educations are doing quite well. Okay, so that's the second theme, mm-hmm. consumption upgrade, particularly mm-hmm. in China. And what about the third theme? Uh, for the third themes, uh, I think we are relatively more bullish on the financials in um, China, especially uh, for the banks and the um, insurance sectors. So for the banks, I think um, the um, net interest margin is uh, gradually improving. And for that, it's really good for the banks in terms of uh, making profit. And the um, improving um, net interest margin is likely to uh, continue, So, uh, which is uh, what we think is very crucial. Is it the big banks that you would tend to focus on? Or? Yes, indeed, because we see that um, the uh, NPL ratio keeps on improving. Mm. And also, um, since the beginning of last year, we have a lot of uh, deleveragings within the uh, financial systems. And I think one of the biggest uh, beneficiaries we see would definitely be the big banks. That was Sam Lowe of Value Partners. It's been great having you along for the program this week. If you want to hear it again, you can download it from our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra on RTHK Radio 3, or the Radio 3 homepage. Tax season is here, and many banks are launching new tax loan products. So next week on Money Talk Extra, we'll consider tax loans in Hong Kong and debunk a few myths. And one of our listeners had some concerns about his tax payments. Jimmy Lam will hear about them. In our investment segment, 
I'll return to the topic of mandatory provident funds and look at how to rate your fund's performance over the past year. So please do join Jimmy and me next Saturday at the same time. In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis, hoping you have a great weekend. Music